Welcome to the 10 Minute Mindshift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, weight loss coach, and lover of all things related to up-leveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you get one step closer to your goal, whatever it is. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? Hey friends, welcome back. This week, and for the last several weeks, I have found myself indulging in thoughts and emotions that do not serve me. And so I went to work and then created this episode. We have talked about so many kinds of thoughts on this podcast. And today, I'm going to share with you one of the most destructive type of thoughts that you can think. And that is petty thoughts. Welcome to episode number 61. Doesn't that sound like fun? This episode is a little longer than my typical 10 minute mind shift, but it may be the most transformational mind shift yet. Let me know. My hope is that this episode really opens your mind to observing some of your own thoughts that might be, well, a little on the petty side. You are going to learn why these thoughts are so devastating to creating a life by design and living a life of balance and abundance. And you are going to learn what to do about them. Petty thoughts are the kind of thoughts that sabotage relationships with family, with friends, with co-workers, with bosses, with neighbors, with ourselves. They have us lowering our standards and tolerating drama. They make us unavailable for experiencing our highest and best self, and they create obstacle thoughts. I am not even over-dramatizing when I say that petty thoughts are the number one relationship killer. And let me be perfectly clear. This episode is for me as much as it is for you. These are the real things that I'm working on right now as we speak and as I continue to up-level and evolve myself. And I want to share it with you today. What I hope that you get from this information today is that you will give it some consideration and bring some awareness into where you are entertaining petty thoughts. First, let's define petty. The Urban Dictionary defines petty as making things events, or actions normal people dismiss as trivial or insignificant into excuses to be upset, uncooperative, childish, stubborn. It further defines it as a person who is purposefully childish with the intent of eliciting a reaction. The word petty was adopted from the French word petit or small. In English, petty is an adjective meaning small-minded fussy, sometimes vindictive, but about small things or small elements of larger things. All right, so I'm sure I've ruffled a few feathers already, but hang with me. I'm going to land this plane. All right, petty thoughts are low-value thoughts. They are low-octane thoughts, but here is the best news ever. We are the ones to create them, and we don't have to think them. They are optional. And awareness is king, my friend. I've told you that so many times. After this episode, I want you to call yourself out on all of your petty thoughts because they are not serving you at all. In fact, we don't even know how silly we look when we are being petty. And the reason that we are being petty is because of our petty thoughts. Being petty can have us feeling like we are heirs above someone else's behavior. But if we are being petty, the opposite is true. How do we know that we're being petty or having petty thoughts? Well, 
We are triggered by the way someone does something or says something instead of what they say or do. We are triggered by their body language or perhaps their tone. We immediately start making it about us, how they talked to us, how they treated us, what they did or did not say to us. We feel inclined to want to share the experience with a third party and instead of talking about what was said or the facts or the circumstances, we throw in story, conjecture, nuances, we editorialize the event, we take creative license and embellish. Doesn't seem like it at the time and that's exactly what we're doing. We make it even bigger than it was and that is so that our ego feels justified. We pull other people into the drama because we're looking for validation that this is not petty and that this is important. This is coming from the primal part of the brain that is wired for survival. And 100 years ago, 200 years ago, little things were big deals. But today, that part of the primal brain has us in a state of being petty. When we are triggered by someone else's behavior, we become unavailable for emotional maturity, clean thinking from our prefrontal cortex. We get all wrapped up in the emotional state and the facts get murky. And listen, let's be clear, emotional maturity does not mean that you won't feel bad or sad from time to time. It only means that you understand that you are the creator of the bad feelings by the thoughts, not the other person. No one has that much power over you unless you give them permission. Sometimes people say and do things that will create an emotion of sad, even humiliation or embarrassment. There are times that those emotions are totally appropriate, but what I want you to see is that your emotional maturity comes from knowing that someone else did not create that. Your thoughts about the circumstance did. And here's a truth bomb. When someone else says or does something and it's sad or disheartening, embarrassing to you, or even humiliating, let's just go there. Even when that happens, doesn't that say more about them than it does you, I really want you to think about that. A person will eventually tell you everything that you need to know about them by the way they act, and they will learn everything that they need to know about you and how you respond. You can respond in a way that keeps you out of the petty pool, or you can think thoughts that have you right in there swimming with them. We can make being petty a habit. A petty person is very interested in being bothered by very minor things and then exploding the thing that they are bothered by. I call that majoring in the minors. For example, if someone doesn't text you back in what is deemed an appropriate time frame in your mind so that you feel better, that could be something that triggers a petty thought. Another example is when you ask someone a question and they turn and walk away without answering, or maybe they answer, but they give you the hand as they walk away. Both of these scenarios could for sure be a trigger for a petty thought. When I was preparing for this episode and writing out my show notes, I decided to take a break and I ran to get my oil changed. Now, I drive a big one-ton pickup truck. I know that probably isn't what you had in mind or pictured me in, but it's true. Anyway, there were two lines, and the guy motioned for me to get into the line nearest me. That meant that no one could go around my back end because it's sticking out too far. That was until I was able to move forward. Now, this arrangement didn't keep people from getting their oil changed. It just kept them from getting in line. But 
When I was able to scooch forward, the lady behind me squealed her tires and revved her engine, so I looked up and I caught her, throwing me a very unflattering look my way. My brain immediately said, what's the heck wrong with her? What is her problem? That is what we call an unintentional thought. But here is how this plays out if I hang on to that one. When I have the thought, what's her problem? I feel bothered. I'd sit and stew about what I did to make her mad and ruminate in the dirty look she gave me. I think that wasn't even my fault. I may even pick up the phone and call my daughter or my husband and tell them the nerve of this woman. What I don't do is finish my oil change in peace. I don't enjoy the book I was listening to. I don't think about what really might be going on with her. I don't notice the pain in her eyes. The result is that I got so caught up in the petty thought that I made something that was none of my business a problem for me. What she thinks about my parking there, not my business. Her being upset that she couldn't get around me, not my business. The look on her face, not my business. It's her face. She can throw a look however she wants. I made it my problem with all of my petty thoughts. So here is what I did instead on purpose. I thought on purpose, I hope her day gets better. Instead of making it all about me and what she did to me, I kept it about her. She does not have the power to make my oil change miserable with her dirty look. I did that with my thoughts. Now, when I think, I hope her day gets better, it doesn't affect me at all. I'm available to enjoy my time in my car getting my oil changed. I'm not pulling anyone else into the drama, and I created the result that my day is better. Do you see how that works? Here are a few thoughts that I would put into the petty category, and these are the ones that if you hang on to them for too long, they have you in the petty pool. Well, what's up her butt today? What's wrong with her? Well, excuse me for breathing. What's up with that attitude? Well, that was rude. Oh, this is a good one. I was just trying to help. What a jerk. This week, I really want you to notice any thought in which you are judging someone for the way that they are showing up, judging their body language or attitude, thinking that they should be doing it or saying it differently in order to make you feel better. Those are all the ways that we can be sucked into and triggered into thinking petty thoughts. Now, when that person is doing something that is not ethical or safe or up to standards, that is where we want to focus our thoughts. So for example, my sisters and I had this exact thing happen where they noticed things that were not quite right with our mother after our mother's surgery. And when they pointed it out to a nurse, the nurse rolled her eyes and assured them that they were wrong. And in their opinion, they felt dismissed of their opinion. Here is why this gets important. As humans, we want to focus on how that person dismissed us and how they rolled their eyes and how they made us feel insignificant. And when we do that, we find ourselves thinking petty thoughts. And when we're doing that, we could miss out on the really big, important, significant issues, the critical issues. And the criti critical issue will never have anything to do with the way someone makes you feel, ever. Circumstances are things that happen outside of our control. Things happen all around us all day long that we have absolutely no control over. We cannot control other people's behavior. We can only control ours. We cannot stop someone from giving us the talk to the hand sign or the finger or rolling their eyes or any other body language that triggers us. And if we are being offended by such things and jumping into the petty thought pool, that, my friend, is an indication of where there is healing to experience. 
The result that we create will always be a reflection of the thoughts that we have landed on and ruminated on. We will reflect the thought and or prove whatever thought true that we land on, not the other person. We do that. What I want you to see is that you are the one to decide which thought you land on and ruminate on, and that will determine how you experience any event. I get it that the way someone uses their tone of voice or inflection can influence us to first have a petty thought and then to mirror them. Perfectly normal human reaction. However, it does not serve you. Trust me. If it did, I would still mirror other people's behavior and I would teach you exactly how to do the same. Being triggered and going into petty thoughts changes how you show up. Being triggered by other people does not change them it changes you. It puts you in the mud with them. It puts you in the same boat with them, in the same drama and emotional childhood petty pool. Here is why. You allowed them to offend you. You were dependent on their behavior in order to not be offended. Here is the other thing petty thoughts have us do. Validate. We validate our petty thoughts by sharing this scenario with someone else and getting their confirmation that said person is just awful or being rude, snotty, snarky, short, curt. You get my point. We drag people into the emotional drama and help them step into the petty pool and into emotional childhood. Now, we have a petty thought pool party going on. Petty thinking is a habit. It's a habit of drama seeking. It's a habit of jumping to conclusions. It's a habit of thinking the worst of everyone or everything, what they do. It's a habit that you may not even know that you have. I want you to really examine your thoughts this week and ask if you are focusing on ruminate and what you are ruminating on is petty. You can break this habit if you want. You do not have to marvel in drama and stir the pot or continue the cycle of petty thinking. All right, so what to do? This is exactly what I do, and I had to do it this week when I started thinking petty thoughts. I found myself pulled into petty drama conversations at the barn this week, even though the topic was important, the conversation was petty and full of pointlessness. Didn't make me look good at all, and it certainly didn't make me feel good, and My actions were not productive or creative. They were petty. Here is what we can do to get out of the petty thought cycle. Number one, acknowledge the humanness of the other person. Accept that they are not perfect and neither are we, my friends. Number two, keep this about them. If someone is having a moment, it's not about you. It's our ego that wants to make it about us, but keep it about them. Instead of what's wrong with her or him, I wonder what's going on. I wonder if I can be helpful or supportive. I hope their day gets better. Number three, drop the manual for how others should show up in order for you to feel better. When we think someone should do or say or act a certain way and do certain things in order for us to feel better, we are abdicating our emotional well-being to someone else. This is a disaster, people. This is having a manual, which is a fast track to resentment. The manual is emotional childhood. No one can ruffle your feathers if you don't give them permission. Don't give them permission. Number four, practice compassionate thoughts instead of petty thoughts. Compassionate thoughts are so much better for your soul and they feel so much better in your body and they serve everyone involved on a level that does make an impactful difference. Here is what you will experience when you master this thought cycle. 
Number one, abundance. And abundance begets more abundance. Number two, self-love. And I mean soul level self-love. Number three, maturity in a way that feels better than anyone could ever influence. Number four, integrity in a way that resonates and amplifies your emotional adulthood. Number five, responsibility. Your ability to manage how you respond to things outside of your control is how you will manage your experiences with any circumstance. I know that I still have a lot of work to do on my petty thoughts, but one of the most powerful things I do every day is ask myself, how do I want to be today? How do I want to show up? Sometimes I get it right, and sometimes it's a big human fail, but it's a worthy fail and worthy of trying again and again and again to get it right. If you are really experiencing a significant issue, take it to someone who can do something about it. Stewing in petty thoughts and lassoing others in serves no one, but least of all, you. All right, that's what I have for you this week. And now go have the best week ever. That's a wrap of the 10 Minute Mind Shift podcast. I hope that you were able to experience your own mind shift today. Listen, if you're ready to take this work to the next level, I highly recommend Life by Design Academy. It's my one-on-one coaching program that offers you a transformation at the speed of life.